2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: 305 DGS on Camo X. I'm going to do uh, stairway to Kevin here, but I have just one thought I need to get out of my face uh, about uh, Senator Menendez, and it's this. So in addition to all the gold bars and the uh, no-show job for his wife and the Mercedes-Benz, he had about $500,000 of cash uh, which were stuffed in envelopes with his fingerprints and the fingerprints of the bad guys, the 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 Egyptian guys who were bribing him, with his name typed on the envelopes. And his story today uh, was that being of Cuban descent, he has PTSD and knows how a government can confiscate your wealth. And so over the space of 30 years, he has been uh, slowly... Cat, taking cash out of his bank account and stuffing it in places. You hypocritical waste of oxygen. You are a United States senator. How dare you look the American people in the eye and say that the system that you are very much involved in and responsible for and telling the American people how safe America is and how safe your investments are and the FDIC and the whole bit. And yet you're telling us that you're pulling money out of your bank and sticking it in your sports coat because you think that the United States government, which you are a part of one of the top 100 people in the country, might confiscate it. How dare you? How dare you say that? Do you see what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also appropriating that from his parents because he didn't live in Cuba. He was born in New York. Now, his parents did immigrate, so they have those stories. And I knew a lot of people in Miami that I grew up, that I was there with college with, whose families had that same experience. You know, They, they came here because that's what was happening there. But it's not like the future generations felt it because they didn't experience it. Right? Can you have PTSD from something your parents went through?
3: Well, even so, if... It's one thing if you're of Cuban descent and you're not a senator. Right. But when you're one of the top 100 people, you would fit in a McDonald's. Those, the senators would fit in a McDonald's. Yeah. That's how important you are. That's how involved you are in our country. And yet you're so afraid that you, because the country is you, is going to confiscate your money. Yeah. And you're going to say that out loud defending yourself with your fingerprints on gold bars i don't know yep. it, it just makes me sick
4: yeah well that's again that's the whole there's
3: being a bad guy then there's being a bad guy
4: there, that's the whole telling everyone else around that they're stupid yes, yes. yeah you're, you're just, just said assuming it we're we're dumb we're so dumb we'll believe this gooberd
3: yes yeah you okay choked on my own sexiness again. <laughs> it happens. Oh, sometimes it I just hits I do that all the me. time. It's amazing. It just hits me.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Sarah, what, Kevin? Sure. Let, let's kind
4: of, uh, we'll kind of stick with with that theme. Um, it's not about, it's not the same thing, but it's in the world of politics. Have you seen this thing with the Dallas mayor? No. So. Th-
5: oh, yeah, the, I did.
4: The mayor of Dallas was elected in May as a Democrat, and he has now switched parties to be a Republican. And again, I get people change, platforms change. Maybe a party goes a direction you don't want to. I think a lot of people experience that. What do you guys, though, think about doing that, making that move just a few months after you ran on the platform for one party? And now you're saying, yep, changed my mind. What was his reasoning? Uh, Basically what I said, which is. The Democratic Party has gone in a direction that I don't think is sustainable. We need new ideas and new ways of doing things in big cities. Again, I think a lot of it is a rational argument, right? I get it. People change their minds. People move or a party moves too far in one direction and they don't. I mean, I hear that from conservative people all the time. The party has gone to a place I don't want to go. And I hear it from people that are Democrats. The party is going to places I don't want to go. I think that this is why I think it's an interesting how do we feel about this? Because I get what he's describing is what a lot of Americans are describing. The parties are not what you wanted them to be or what you thought they were. But what's changed in, in four months since the election, mm. since you used one party's mechanisms in place in that city? Because the, that city and most big cities have been Democratic strongholds. And he, he had to have known... <laughs> that he was leaning this way before doing all that. So you use all of that that's in place because you know you'll get elected that way. And then to me, the question is about the switch four months in. I don't I don't know what I I mean, I, I don't know I don't want to say that the shift is wrong because he does make some good points in what he's saying. But it also feels like you just essentially, you just scammed people. You just scammed people into voting for you even though you're not going to live up to those promises and you're not going to stay on the platform that you just talked about a few months ago. So I don't know how we feel about the difference, right? Mm. Because I think we all, all, I I don't know, I won't speak for you guys, but I think we've all said something along those lines that the parties are going in places that none of us want to go.
3: Yeah,
4: I think I identify with that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to process the other part where you've just used that party you're leaving to get your position. And I don't know. It just feels wrong to tell people this is what I believe. And then a few months later, like, guess what? I don't think any of that anymore.
5: I'm especially confused because the mayoral office in Dallas is nonpartisan. So I I don't think he was running on like a Democrat ticket. He served in the House uh, previously as a Democrat, and then ran for mayor and then was reelected with like 98% of the vote. Um, And like Kevin said, this was like four months ago. So the Texas Democrats released a statement slamming him, basically saying the voters... Deserved to know where he stood before he ran for re-election. He wasn't honest with his constituents and knew he would lose to a Democrat if he flipped before the election. I'm mm. still confused because if it's nonpartisan, if if it's right. not a Republican and a Democrat running against each other, I, I don't really understand that part. But to me, it just, whenever you flip like that right after you just got elected, it does kind of reek of, I'm going to use this as a political st- Stepping stone because now I'm going to be the only Republican mayor in the top of a major ten, city, in yeah. The major cities yeah. in the United States, and I'm going to go from essentially nobody on a national stage to now I yep. everyone's talking about me and saying my name. It just it feels like a stunt to me. Not saying you can't have a change of heart, of but um, it it definitely feels like a opportunist type of yeah, move. I think people
3: see the the smaller the arena. The more people are engaged and the more they see through it, you know, that even some Republicans might look at him, go like, well, I mean, technically you're on my side now, but I don't like the way that you did that.
4: And I guess that's my question. Is there any way to protect against it either? I don't know that there is. This is why I wanted to bring it up to the group because you can't you can't you can't police what people's how they feel about things or how they believe on things.
3: I know this is so very naive and Pollyannish. Uh, but I, I I just I hate the parties. I know they serve a system. I know that it's been it, it, we've always had it, it even when it was the Whigs. Uh, but if just everyone in Congress were an independent and you had to actually communicate your ideas and your thoughts and your values and it wasn't just. We have this gang and you have that gang and I don't really believe half of what my gang believes, but I have to stick with the gang and I get it. I'm not a child. I understand what the parties do and their functions, but I don't know. I I, I hope someday, someday, 100 years, we outgrow this because it just seems so very basic and kind of embarrassing.
5: The thing that would really bother... See, the thing is, I don't know anything about this guy, because like I said, he was a nobody up until six hours ago when he decided to do this. (laughs) But I mean, if he ran on, because his big things that he's citing are like, I want law and order and I want fiscal conservatism. I could theoretically see a Democrat elected running on those things. But it's like, if you ran as, did he run as like a super progressive before this? Mm -hmm. And then suddenly he's like, you know what? That fiscal conservatism is a real good thing. That would be what really gets under my skin. Mm -hmm. Um, But for now it it just seems like a way to get his name in the paper.
4: Is is this another one of those things that just falls under the category, though, that basically we're all too lazy to police it ourselves?
3: Um, I think lazy is fair, but I don't think that it really captures it because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to know. And just living life these days is so much busier than it was even 20 years ago. So I cut myself and my fellow citizens, a lot of slack when we miss stuff. I mean, if, if you live in Dallas, like my my niece Or lives in Dallas, I'll talk to her about this tonight. I didn't know anything about it. She can educate me about it. Um, but I cut us a lot of slack. It's tough to keep up with everything and everyone and all their shenanigans, which is why they get away with it. Because we can't watch everything all at once.
5: And there's no way you can prevent someone from changing like there was nothing the voters could have done to prevent this if he's saying one thing and then doing another thing four months later after yeah. he's been reelected that's just duping people and that's just wrong i don't i don't think that's any voters responsibility to try to anticipate someone no changing but like do, that. They, do
4: they have I'm i'm sure every place does they have the mechanisms in place to recall an elected official yeah but it's probably really hard and it probably takes a lot of time and that's why it won't happen
3: yeah we have to get out of here in this break. We have Dr. Kathy Maupin coming in. Oh. I have to go put some makeup on. Welcome back. DGS and Cam my very favorite people in the world is here. Dr. Kathy Maupin. Good to see you.
0: <laughs> Good to see you too.
3: Look like a million bucks as usual.
0: Oh, thank you. I better keep trying, you know. You wanna introduce
3: this <laughs> tall drink of water?
0: <laughs> my husband John Maupin is here. <laughs> the famous John Maupin. <laughs>
3: yeah. So he
0: is uh he he is the reason I'm here. Yeah. Because he said, why don't you advertise with Dave? He's awesome. That's awesome. I, went, I didn't know that. I said, okay, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and so it all just unfolded after Smart that. Smart man. Yeah.
3: Smart and handsome. <laughs> um, thank you for all of your advertising, and thank you for all of the treatments that you provided oh, to me. That. I we love that. This sounds like a jerkish thing to say. But I think I look five years younger than I did five years ago. Does that make of sense? Of course you do. I mean, th- this great. really made a difference. Um, because I would, I had the pellets, but mm-hmm. I was, I was not embarrassed, but sheepish about coming to the bio balance, the bioskin skin side, right? You know, mm-hmm. like having Botox or having chemical peels or things like that. That seemed like girl stuff. And since I've started doing that, mm-hmm. the difference I've seen in my face, I'm like, give me all mm-hmm. the girl stuff you got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, John does that. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, my, um, my daughter's husband, my daughter's my partner, Dr. Sullivan and Evan goes over and has all kinds of different treatments and yeah. he looks awesome. Of course, you know, he's. Almost forty, but <laughs> and as,
3: as as Dana, the the great Dana, oh the great Dana, says to me all the time, like, look, Dave, the 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 health and beauty is a multi billion dollar business, and most of it's wasted. Most of it's wasted on over the counter things mm-hmm. that make you feel good, or your your favorite beautiful star uses it, but she says it just doesn't do a lot. But what you guys do actually works, and I'm living proof.
0: And and we only do what we want to have done ourselves. That's I right. only do things that aren't painful i mean yeah maybe a little tiny bit of a pinch but no real pain yeah and uh, i only do things that really make a difference so we really research everything like uh some of the i won't say the name of the of the machine but there's a freezing that gets rid of your fat mm-hmm. that's really painful i mean it's awful so we research it and we go nope not doing that we waited until we got m sculpt
3: yeah which I've and done. you've done that. Which makes me giggle. <laughs> yeah. Gives you really
0: good abs. Yeah. I haven't had a six-pack before. I have one now. I'm so, I mean, I'm 68 going on 69. I have a six-pack. Wow. I mean, really?
3: That's awesome. <laughs> so I talk about uh, the testosterone pellets all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been getting them about three years. Uh, our buddy Trish Gazelle has been getting them for about four years. And uh, I don't understand them at all. I know what it does to me, but <laughs> yes. I don't understand how it does it to me. Can you mm-hmm. kind of talk in layman's terms to the audience who hear it, but they're like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I just don't know what it is, how it works?
0: Well, we need testosterone throughout our lives. And for women, we stop making it sometime between 40 and 45. For men, usually 55 and up. But some men, now I'm seeing a lot of young men that yeah, have, aren't making more it. more uh, But you need it. And the first step in aging is your testosterone dropping. So... The best way. There were lots of ways to get testosterone. None of them really make you feel completely better. And just like when you made your own, except pellets, because pellets are put under your skin. They're made out of. Uh, they're made out of testosterone, but originally they were yams. That's that's the uh, main ingredient. And then they take the yams, they uh, process it into uh, testosterone, and it's a powder. Yams, yams. Yams, yams. Yummy, yummy. Wow. <laughs> And they use well. If you've ever done chemistry, you use something called a reagent to make one substance into another. Oh, sure, and I know And it takes about that. the side chains off. I do a lot of chemistry. You did that, yeah. I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought. that was your major. When I leave no. here, that's what I'm gonna go do. <laughs> yeah, I know you're very I was on own your notes chemistry. for tonight. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so in any case, that's so we. It does change. You can't eat a million yams and get testosterone. Yeah. In fact, if you do it orally, you're gonna break it down and make estrogen. So that's why we can't do it orally.
3: And our competition. Do mostly the testosterone shots. Right. And when I go to get my pellets, I'll get one and they're gangbusters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you feel it when it leaves you. Right. With the pellets, and I, I swear to God, this is true. I've never, uh, like I'm doing a couple months, when I go in, I won't be feeling crappy. Like right. it's real consistent.
0: That's exactly what we want, too, because you all, your whole life, up until you started decreasing your testosterone, you had consistent testosterone every day. Now, women are a little different. We're up and down because we have to have babies, of course. So our, our physiology is a little different. Yeah. But we feel better when it's the same every day, too. Yeah. So for,
3: let's talk to the ladies. So for the ladies <laughs> out there who are getting to be uh, premenopausal or menopausal, mm-hmm. how does this help you?
0: Well, usually your doctor will tell you, and you know, since I'm a physician, I, can, I, <laughs> I hear this about other physicians, but we are taught this, that, oh, you're just getting old, so you're 40-something, you're old, you're going to live to 90, right. you have to live 50 more years just being feeling old. terrible, you know, so you start feeling tired. Then you start seeing your body change, then you get everything in the middle, but not, you don't have a butt anymore, you don't have boobs anymore, <laughs> or, and, but you've got a belly, And you've never had this before. And then you can't, no diets work. Everything is, nothing works that used to work. So you're also depressed. Then they give you antidepressants. And that makes your sex drive worse. You have no sex drive. Then your husband goes, um, hmm, by the way, I need, I need some help over here. Mm -hmm. And you go, I don't care. Because in your mind, it makes you, no testosterone makes you not want to have sex. It's crazy. Then you lose your estrogen, hot flashes, makes you feel terrible. You don't sleep. And that, so that ends a lot of relationships. Yeah. That's not worth it. You need to get your hormones back and keep your relationship. Yeah. Very is, important. Is there
3: any, uh, any, like, so I'm 59, just turned 59, and, like, I don't feel 25, but I feel late 30s. That's it, what
0: you're supposed to feel. Yeah, right. <laughs> because when we were 25, we weren't quite mature.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we'd yeah. like you to be mature God, God somewhat, help everyone if I felt 25 <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking Yeah, We want, we want you to feel mature and happy and, and actually feel and look As good as you did then yeah. But I can't make you 18
3: So for someone <laughs> out there who is a little sheepish About coming into the skin side mm-hmm. What would you suggest You come in for your first appointment mm-hmm. What would you have him do
0: I would have him do a hydrofacial because the hydrafacial is very easy, no pain, no nothing, but it takes off all the dead skin, yeah, and it hydrates your face, and it puts certain potions <laughs> into into your skin to make it look younger and healthier. And so, you know
3: this, but like Sunny and Stacy and Dana, Sarah, they're also great. They are. But It's a friendly
0: place. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we are we're very open. There's not, it's not like you're walking into one of the Stuffy. big high end stores where you don't want to talk to any of the salespeople because you're afraid they'll be pushy or it's too expensive. Yeah. You'll just walk in and say, Here's what I want. This is what I want to get rid of. Yeah. And then they'll tell you what it takes, several different levels of what it takes to get rid of whatever yeah. wrinkles or dull skin or. And
3: what do you have on Thursday? What's coming up oh, Thursday? Oh, we're going we're
0: gonna to have our biggest event of the year, and it is going to be. Uh, online you go to biobalancehealth.com and you go to um what did i write down <laughs> yeah. and you i have to actually look at my notes for this you go to .com uh backslash store mm-hmm. and then you can actually get our best prices on everything that we have in our uh, biobalance skin we don't do this with medical care like yeah. pellets we do this just for biobalance skin so it's products it's uh, it is every one of the things that you've had, yeah, and they're really good prices. So clear lift, which is like a laser lift for your face, or today I had an IPL, which is an IPL, basically helps you get rid of wrinkles. It mm-hmm. works over time. I'm not exactly where I'm going to be in a week or two, yeah, but it gets rid of the brown spots, so the yeah. age spots go away.
3: Yep. So biobalancehealth.com/store. Thursday, best right. prices of the year and all that right. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy, thank you. Good to see you, my friend. Quick break. Right back. DGS. <laughs> 337 DGS. Dave Murray joins us. Hey, Dave. Hello there. Uh, I had a thought, and all of you will get it because it's relative to your place in life. But Dave, you and Wheels will definitely get it. We we just went down and visited Phoebe for Parents Weekend at KU. She couldn't be happier. Thank God. She's having a great time, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, good. blah, But, like, when we left, we were probably more sad, uh, teary, than when we dropped her off the first time. And people say, like, oh, the worst is when they come home for Christmas the first time, and they spend a month, and they leave, and you're really sad. And it just hit me, like, philosophically, that, like, her childhood's over. That's Mm -hmm. done, you know, like there's no going back. The genie's out of the bottle. She's a grown up. She's doing her own thing. And then she'll be out of school. Then she'll get married. Then she'll have a kid. And and it's like, those are all positive things, but it's weird and difficult sometimes to come to terms with like, well, that's over with. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm
1: saying? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I look at it this way is that as you, Dave and Dave everybody else ages there'll come a point where your kids will have to take care of you that's a positive thought to me hmm flesh that a little out for vin- me. a little vindictive too <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like you'll get yours, kid. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, I didn't. Your turn to change diapers.
4: I didn't experience any of those things in that way. In part because what I did in my head was
3: you have no feelings.
4: No, no. But I know how to manage things like that fit me. And the way I put it in my head was I did all of these things, and it was fine. Yeah. And I looked at that through my eyes as that age, as opposed to. The eyes of the 50 year old now looking at right. the person in their tw- at 26. And
3: there is a great deal of self-satisfaction and pride. Yeah. Uh, I certainly have not been a perfect parent, but I look back and you go, OK, I got her here. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah. mission accomplished there. Yeah. We have more, more, more space to go. You're hitting all the markers. Hitting the markers. Yep. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, everything's weird. weird. Everything's <laughs> weird. You're right. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like,
4: and I don't know when it starts. Maybe it starts when you when you have the kid. But then that, from that point on, like, everything's weird. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good a point. You know, like, raising a two-year-old's weird. You know, first day of school is weird. First day of mm-hmm. high school is, like, every, everything stays weird right. because then other things are happening around you, you know? Right. You're right. Great, and that never changes. Point. Right. That never changes.
3: It was funny. So enjoy
4: it, Rachel and Andrew. You got a little while.
3: <laughs> 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 I, won't, uh, I won't mention names, but we're laughing because the, you know all Phoebe's friends are in their first year as well. And uh, Maureen was talking to one of the moms, and evidently her daughter's not calling very much. And she said, like, oh, it's so great. Phoebe's talking to your daughter every single day. And she's like, wait a second. They talk every single day. It's like she tells me she doesn't have time to talk to me. And she's like, so it's like, you have to be careful because you out each other. Yeah. you know, There's a wide range of communication. Yeah, You know, like a lot of people are just like, they're gone. And I'll see you. Maybe I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll see you at Christmas. I don't know. I know we
4: all experienced it uh, to a different degree, but like I didn't have a, I didn't, I, when I was in college, I might've talked to my parents every two or three weeks, maybe. 'Cause there was no cell phone, there was no text, yeah, there's was no email. It was like they yeah. had to catch me when I was in my dorm room for right. them to call me, or I had to have need money to remember, call them. <laughs> remember,
3: how, remember how
4: easily you could avoid people oh, back then?
3: Yeah. You know?
4: Oh my sheet my machine's broken.
3: <laughs> uh so Dave, you called it. September's been warm and here we are again.
1: Yeah. This is a warm week. We uh, The highest I've seen today so far is 89. That's mm. where we are right now. The record is 92. That's safe. That's from 2017. But that is a good 10 degrees above average for this time of year. We should be like 77, 78 for highs and 57 for lows. So we have a week of above average temperatures. And I really think this trend of mild to warm temperatures day and night will continue through the middle of October. So it's gonna be around a while. There's not a lot of weather action. It's all either going to be way to our north or way out to our west as the week goes by. I can't rule out a spot shower tomorrow afternoon. I think it's hard to find 85 degrees, maybe a spot shower, Tuesday night, maybe a spot shower. Wednesday, 82 on Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, very quiet, partly to mostly sunny skies. 85 degrees for high temperatures each day right through the weekend. Sunset this time of year is around 650. And the full moon is coming up Friday at 457 in the morning. It is known as the Harvest Moon. So shine on.
3: Hope I can find this one. Um. <laughs>
1: I want you up at 457.
3: (laughs) There's a good chance. Um, So, Dave, should we be waiting longer to do, like, uh, overseeding our lawns and stuff, given how warm it is? You
1: know, it's because it's basically a warm, dry weather pattern, and you're willing to water— then go for it. Go for it now because the seed will get established quite quickly.
5: Okay. Very good. Uh, Headlines, Rach. Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnucks Rewards app. Did you guys see that the Steelers team plane had to make an emergency landing? They were uh, a charter plane carrying the Steelers home from Las Vegas was forced to make an emergency stop in Kansas City. The plane landed at the airport just before 4 a.m. due to an engine issue. All 182 people on board are safe. A new plane took them home today. Uh, Here's where it gets cute. Uh, The Steelers veterans Cam Hayward tweeted that the team might need a ride from Travis Kelsey and Taylor
4: Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I also read in there, too, that they weren't allowed to get off the first plane until the second plane got there. So they were all just sitting there on their plane.
3: Now, it's probably a nice plane,
5: yeah, probably yeah. I don't feel too bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do
3: like how do the cardinals travel? Do they have like private, big jets? I think they do
4: charter
1: for the most part,
4: yeah. yeah. And I don't think it's necessary. i I don't know exactly how it works. I don't know if it works with some airlines or if it's separate companies or whatever. But I, th- because they travel at such strange times, there there's no way they could be on regular. On, on any kind of regular commercial flight because the schedule has to be... We're leaving whenever we're done getting changed and showered and going back home. Like, it's got to be... Yeah. You know, it's got to be done by charter.
3: Yeah. You guys ever been on a private plane? Yes. I've been on... Yes. three times, and it's one of the... Absolute coolest things I've ever done. It about. absolutely oh, well,
1: is. Lottie die
5: Yeah,
4: I guess, I guess, uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Didn't realize who I was talking to,
5: Andrew. I guess us pores will just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> flying coast forever. Guess we'll just flap our arms. <laughs> In I, fairness, I, will,
4: I
3: will point out it was not my play. Yeah,
1: but also, yeah, I will point that out too. <laughs> In
3: fairness,
4: at your guys' age, I had never been on one.
3: Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Maybe one of these days. Yeah, yeah, working our way up to it. <laughs> at their age, I'm not sure I'd been on a plane
1: (laughs) that's how when when i was with good morning america and we went on excursions that's how we traveled and and there was one week one week in particular we hit five places five different places in one week and they chartered two fairly large aircraft and the entire staff was on those planes Mm. that was very cool
3: Yeah, the very first time I did and it was Bulger's. We've talked about it before. Um, He used to have uh, a jet, and it was like a nine-seater, and the pilot turned around, looked at us, and goes, ready to go? And I'm like, yes. He's like, okay, let's go. (laughs) this is so different.
5: Like, what are you going to do if I say no? And
3: then Bulger had told him that I'm a very nervous flyer, and so at one point we were going to hit some weather, and the co-pilot walked back and sat next to me, and was like, "You good?" And I'm like, "I'm better now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Hold me. <laughs> Can I get a hug?" <laughs> no, that's one thing. Like, I don't foresee ever having that kind of wealth, other than just like, you know, sponging off of friends. <laughs> um, but yeah. if I did, I see why people do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is super cool. All right, thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. You got it. 3.53 DHS coming up at the top of the hour. The Sweet 16 of the worst, most painful everyday injuries. I'm really excited about this. Uh, can you talk through the Clay Travis, Travis <laughs> Kelsey thing? Yeah.
4: So, I mean, everybody knows by now, right? Like the big thing is Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs is now apparently dating uh, Taylor Swift. She was at the game, very excited in the mm-hmm. luxury box with, with Travis Kelsey's mom. And they were walking out together after the game. So we all know this is going on. Um, so that's kind of I mean, Travis Kelsey's always kind of in the headlines, but this has kind of elevated him a little bit. But uh, separate from that, uh, Clay Travis, I think these two things are related personally, because I think there's a little jealousy going on with Clay Travis, just the way he's acting. But he goes on Twitter and rips Travis Kelsey for doing Bud Light ads, because, of course, you know, you're woke and for doing a covid booster commercial spot that he was asked to do. And. How do I say this, Dave? He said, uh, at this point, Travis Kelsey might as well just cut his blank off. Wow. And become a woman and just be done with it. and go. And well, I'm that like, would
5: be the worst thing in the world would be to become a woman.
4: A, there's that, right? That whole thing. B, you'd say that to Travis Kelsey's face. Right. You're going to say that to a professional football player? This is one of the things. Like, come on, dude. Away. You're not a
3: man. One of the things that's moved me away from that side. Are the people like this guy, this pseudo macho, pseudo Ugh. intellectual, like anyone who thinks that your masculinity, your manhood is in any way based on the beer you drink or whether you get vaccinated. <laughs> I want nothing to do with you. That's just so
4: stupid. This is by the way, the Clay, Clay Travis, this is the quote unquote kind of man. That gets thrown out of his kids' sporting events because he can't keep his mouth shut. That's the guy we're dealing with.
3: Yeah. If he met Travis Kelsey, he would beg him for an autograph. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by
2: Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.